Welcome to The Raw, recorded at Sioux College, which is located in the Robinson-Huron Treaty Territory. We are grateful to Mother Earth for providing us the land, water, air, and food needed to sustain all life, and we acknowledge Indigenous peoples as the original stewards of this land, who have lived in harmony and in respect with all creation. As we are all relations, it is important to recognise this interconnected relationship with one another and our obligation to respect the land that has nourished, healed, protected and embraced us. We honour our Badjuan Bachawana First Nation and Katagan CB Garden River First Nation as the original caretakers of the land that Sioux College is situated on and acknowledge the contributions of the historical Métis Nation of Sault Ste. Marie in the stewardship of this territory. Welcome to The Raw, and welcome back to the Sioux College community. I hope the first week of classes has gone well, and that everybody is feeling organized and set for the semester. First week down, you can check that off. So this episode first aired in the fall semester, but it is such a valuable conversation that we wanted to bring it back for all of our brand new students, because asking questions and having constant and clear communication with your faculty and planning out your semester, these are all pieces of the puzzle when it comes to being a successful student at Sioux College and in any post-secondary studies. And so we wanted to just bring this conversation back that highlights what successful students do during their time at Sioux College and what their professors hope that students will do during their time at Sioux College. You'll hear that there is a clear theme throughout, which is ask questions. And so we wanted to make sure that everybody had the opportunity to listen in and get that information again. So without further ado, enjoy. So thank you for joining me on The Raw today. We are here to talk with some faculty members about how students can approach them if they're struggling. And this is something that, you know, for students listening, you can apply this to all your teachers because all your teachers want you to approach them. They all want to know when you're struggling. So have a listen to this conversation. We're going to go around the room. So if you'd like to introduce yourself. Thanks, Sasha. I'm Rebecca Kewen. My pronouns are she, her. I'm a professor and coordinator in the healthcare administration program. Mark Pilon. I am the professor coordinator in civil engineering and construction. Kay Valley, and I'm a member of faculty in uh, the nursing programs, specifically BSCN. Melanie Jones, my pronouns are also she and her, and I am the coordinator and a faculty in the child and youth care program. So we're going to go with question one. We're just going to go around. So what is one thing successful students do in your courses? I can start because... Other people will probably be saying the same thing. So. <laughs> no, for me, I was thinking about this. What does a successful student do in my course? Communicate, I think, was my biggest one because if a student is communicating with me and communicating with their peers, then 
they know and I know what's going on in their life. I don't have to share all their personal information by any means, but if they're struggling with something or something's going on in their life, if they let me know that they're struggling or let me know that there's stuff happening, um, not specifics, but let me know what's going on and communicate with me or ask me if they don't know about an assignment. It's nice to, when they get support from their peers. Oh, what's that assignment about? How do I do it? But be, I always warn them, be careful because maybe that person doesn't know how to do the assignment appropriately, point. right? So if you really don't know what the assignment's about, my recommendation or what the expectations are, my recommendation is communicate with me, email me, talk to me on break, before class, after class, you know, stop by my office. And, and that's, you know, one of the key things. The other thing is be prepared, things like that, so you know what's going on. Mine's very in line with yours. Mine was ask questions. <laughs> so, yeah. again, leading to good communication mm-hmm. and asking questions. I, I have times when I invite questions during class, but there's also before and after class and during break or dropping by my office now that we're open. You can send emails. You can ask to call me on Teams. So there's lots of ways that you can ask questions. And, and same as what Mel said, too, about, like, Sometimes you have questions about an assignment, you feel more comfortable asking a peer, but the peer might not have interpreted it the way that it's intended to be completed. So asking questions is essential in good communication. When I look at my students who have been successful in my program, uh, students that come with initiative and show up to class Mm -hmm. are generally already positioned to do well. Mm -hmm. They ask questions, civil engineering construction, there's going to be a lot of times where you're out in the field, there's a lot of unknowns, you might not know the answer, but if you solve a problem or have an approach to a problem, show up, be prepared to learn, be prepared to ask questions, then typically you, you do pretty well. So I'm on the same page as yeah. everyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not surprising. Yeah. Uh, and for me, it's asking those questions. And it doesn't have to be about uh, assignments or about a concept that we've talked about in class. It can be a question really about anything. So um, the faculty in the healthcare administration program are also healthcare leaders. They work in places like the hospital. So asking questions maybe about career pathways or employment opportunities or anything really. So we welcome those questions and I think that that really helps set students up for success. I really appreciate that all the answers are quite similar because students can imagine the worst case scenario and they may feel being in different areas that they don't know how to talk to teachers, but I'm always in the success office with the rest of the success team telling students to communicate with their faculty and have those conversations. So it's really useful to hear you all have the same answers to that question um, for successful students because communication is key and students who know me know that I say this a lot. (laughs) To anyone who ends up in my office, it's always, have you talked to your teacher? So it's really important to have those conversations. So next question. What is something that trips students up in your course? That trips students up. Well, I like, I'm a strengths-based, strengths-focused person. Mm -hmm. However, I do find that students, when they are procrastinating, uh, if they procrastinate, they're, it makes it really difficult for them because oftentimes they'll procrastinate and then they'll fall behind and then get extremely stressed out because I think that's a natural reaction or response. And then it kind of spirals from there for them. And so if they're using good time management and writing down their uh, due dates and what's due when and and things like that, I think that really can help students be way more successful. Right off the hop, like start right off the hop. 
keeping yourself organized and trying not to procrastinate. I mean, I procrastinate too. I'm oh, yeah. not. I'm not. I'm a procrastinator as well. But I've learned strategies and ways to not procrastinate as much. Yes, same. Because Netflix is always there. Yeah, <laughs> it's not going away. So mine is a little different. I think it's dependent a lot on the content that I tend to teach within nursing, which is nursing research. So I feel students get kind of tripped up in the preconceived idea of what nursing research is and how it applies to their course. So they sometimes question not all students some students get it right away and other students just don't understand how nursing research applies to their future career i think too it has to do a lot with seeing a lot of nurses in direct care not necessarily intentionally and consciously integrating research into their practice but i try to emphasize that everything we do in nursing is based on evidence or informed by evidence from the way you do different procedures to the way you document and all those sorts of things so I just feel that that perception kind of creates a barrier in engaging in the coursework sometimes. I love that you mentioned perception. Mm -hmm. Like it's so easy for students to come into their programs with a preconceived notion of how it's going to go and that, you know, any previous life experience they've had before is going to like fully inform that. Whereas you're here as a student, you're new, you're learning. So it's having that open mindset to what you're going to be getting from your teachers during, especially in the first semester. I know you're dealing with some higher year students in your area, but just having that open mindset for all our students when you go into a first semester student all the way up to you know final year, you're still getting into that course for the first time. You don't yet know all the information. So again, that rolls back to communication. Yeah, what I see a lot with my students is that when they come to Sioux College, a lot of them are straight out of high school and it's a lot easier to get caught up in high school. You get behind mm -hmm. a couple weeks, you get caught up easy. We really build on every previous week that we've done. So if you are in week three or week four and my students are struggling with a concept, we're going to be using that concept in application in week five, six, seven, and eight. So it trips up a lot of my students as they get behind. They're scared to ask a question and they kind of think, well, I'm just going to wait till the next unit and I'm going to get a little bit better. But in fact, you still need that concept when we do get to the next unit. So being able to stay on top of the curriculum and really embrace how it's going to apply to the next steps of the course. Um, if, if my students don't embrace that, then they can get caught up pretty quickly. Yeah. That's a good answer. That's, mm -hmm. that's, <laughs> that's really good. Great yeah, answer. I'm glad that you mentioned that because um, every week does build on the next. And I know for even just coming straight from high school, having just experienced the online ex you know, pandemic experience that students have had in high school, and also for our international students, it's just being really clear what the syllabus says and what your course outline says so that you stay on track each week. As Mark said, it's going to build on each other and go throughout the semester. Can I, sorry, I just want to add to okay. what Mark, uh, sorry, Rebecca. Nope, that, I just want to add to what Mark said, though, because it's not even just about building on to from um, concept to concept, mm -hmm. week to week, but in programs like ours, for example, it's three-year programs. We really encourage students not to throw away notes after they uh, finish mm -hmm. a class or like regurgitate information, just memorize and regurgitate information because they need to use those concepts to build on in other courses. And so I liked that point you made. Keep yourself up on everything. They're all going to build on, all the skills are going to build on each other. So it leads to comprehension throughout the whole program. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to uh, kind of build on something that Mark said about question, asking the question, and this sort of speaks to the first question that you asked of us, and I think that what trips up students in my program is not asking those questions. 
uh, or making assumptions or asking the questions but asking the wrong person, which I think Kate talked about. So not going to your professor and seeking clarification about the assignment. You know, what are the what do the instructions mean? What are the expectations? What are you looking for? I find some students will ask a peer. They might ask a senior student, so someone who has completed the program maybe last year or the year before. And the assignments, they, they do evolve, and there's different faculty teaching the program, and so the expectations might be a little bit different. So I think that that's where students get tripped up, is by not asking those questions of the professor, not seeking that clarification. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I like that answer too. Again, communication's key. <laughs> that's the theme I'm hearing. <laughs> I honestly, Sasha, we ask our third year students to give advice to the first year students. Mm -hmm. Um, and 90% of the students say, communicate with your teachers. Mm -hmm. Make sure you're talking to your teachers because faculty are there to support you. Well, you're the content experts, right? Like, well, not only that, but yeah. we're, we're here for your success, mm -hmm. right? We're here. We want you to be successful. We want you to understand what's going on. And we can't do that if you're not communicating kind of what's going on, what you don't understand, and those sorts of things. And I mean, we're a small college, right? So it's yeah. a, a lot easier to have that nice relationship with um, students and faculty. Well, and on the other side of that coin, we're also a college. And a lot of us, not all of us, but a lot of us, there's a very high probability we're going to run into our students in the future. Yeah. Like, I couldn't tell you the number of times I'm doing an inspection in the summer because I, I still engineer, right? And I'm out on site and it's one of my students as the as a site superintendent or as somebody working for that contractor. Mm -hmm. So you can't get rid of us. <laughs> so, no. so, so you might as well get to know us well now because it's going to come into some good use a little bit later on. Now. You, yeah. Well, not only that, we're going we're gonna to be your reference yes. as well, yeah. right? And if somebody asks me to be their reference, I'll be honest with them and say, what do you, what do you think... A, uh, an employer would ask me, and what do you think I would say about reply, reliability yeah. and dependability? Yeah. If you were a student that wasn't reliable and dependable for whatever reason, or wasn't able to come to class and wasn't you know intending or communicating, if that's the case, then it's going to be hard to give a, a good reference mm -hmm. for. But I'll put the question back to the student mm -hmm. and ask them, what do you think I would say? And I don't think it even occurs to some students that they actually can have that from a teacher that can have that resume piece, so oh, yeah. that reference piece. So building those relationships is really important. Yeah. Yeah. Especially for a lot of our international students mm. who are newcomers. Yeah. In most cases, many cases, their professors are their, their first references. Mm -hmm. yeah. And that's so, so important. That's a great point, Rebecca. Yeah, absolutely. And then even within the nursing program, too, like, Marquette said we tend to work with our, our students after they graduate and a lot of our students will come back for you know to teach part-time or to um, teach in clinical settings or precept students in the clinical settings and then they they have to communicate with me right they're preceptors <laughs> or clinical instructors or faculty so again it's important and then I mean they're kind of informal and formal references too when someone's applying to the college like do you know this person or you know and I think we have um, great networks that we can connect the students yep. to as well. So if we know a little bit about them, we know what they're interested in, what their professional backgrounds might be, what their you know future goals are, we can help connect them with um, maybe 
job opportunities or um, mentors who work in that particular area mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Okay, so final question. What happens when students come to you for help? So talk us through the process of how you would assist students if they came to you. It's a hard question to answer because, honestly, if a student... So I teach in the Child and Youth Care program, and that is my my work. Like, you know, um, helping support people or helping support young people when I was uh, working in the field. So it kind of comes somewhat naturally to me as far as, like, when a student comes to me with needing something. Mm-hmm. But I just really try to be as open as I can. Let them tell me what's going on and listen to what they're saying and and then ask them what can I do what do you need how can I help you know and uh, try to connect them with the appropriate resources because I can't counsel my students no. I'm qualified to do it but I can't because mm-hmm. that's not my role but I can recommend they go to counsel like or recommend the access student services to see what supports are out there but I really want my students to succeed I want them to you know have the tools that they need to succeed because they are going to be the people who take care of our for for me and my students they're going to be taking care of the very vulnerable population of children and youth and so I want to help them through whatever their you know challenges might be so that's a good example for them to learn from too right see you get they get that empathy and that help from you and they can pass that forward Mm -hmm. I can't say my process is wildly different. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a student comes to me for a variety of reasons, whether it's help on an assignment, just, you know, maybe struggling with the semester, or if there's other um, things that they want to talk about. But my first intention is to just listen and, and see what the uh, issue is. I might ask some questions to kind of clarify what their questions are or to kind of get to the nature of their question or concern. Yeah, I might ask them for like a sample of their work if they, you know, they're starting an assignment and they're not sure if they're on the right path or something. Well, do you have something I can see? And and then uh, kind of use that as a point of discussion. If I can directly help, I will do my best to help. And if I can't, I'll refer to any of our variety of services we have on campus or even to another staff or faculty that might have a, an idea. And uh, usually my, my intention is to, to listen and to help and support in some way, whatever that might be. I mean, there's such a diversity of things. Someone... Yeah, when it comes to, like, it all comes back to, you know, what are they asking help for? Yeah. If it's an academic thing, it's, it becomes very easy. If it, it's a more of a personal matter, a lifestyle matter, it becomes a little bit more challenging. But at the end of the day, having student success come into the classroom, provide the resources, and just being able to guide them in whatever direction that they need to be guided in, I would say that I do encourage my students at the beginning of the semester to always come as soon as they can. So even if it's a personal matter, sick family member, whatever, you know, we're all more than happy to make an accommodation for you. But if something's been going on for eight weeks and now you're coming to us, it becomes harder for us as faculty to make those accommodations. So I say to my students, we're, we're there to work with you. We want you to succeed. We want you to graduate and come as soon as possible. And I also tell my students, too, like, as much as the last two and a half years have been challenging with COVID, um, there's been some good things that have come out of it, right? Like, if you were a student at Sioux College before the pandemic, Microsoft Teams wasn't a thing. If you had a question for me, you had to send me an email, you had to catch me after class, you had to catch me at my office hours. Now, if you have a question, fire up your phone, quick message on Teams, it bings on my phone, I get you an answer within minutes, right? So 
students do have a lot more resources than they did even two and a half years ago, so that's all going to benefit our student success. I'm just going to say one thing though, not every teacher wants Teams messages on their phone all the time, so make sure you ask your professor in class if you can yeah. message them on Teams so that they know to look on Teams, because not every professor is using Teams in that way. But sure. I just wanted to clarify that. That's a good point. All of our teachers yeah. are not getting messages on Teams, so they don't necessarily use Teams in that way. It's been very useful. It has, for sure. yeah. For sure. Yeah. So my process is very similar. Yeah. Students reach out with um, questions about all sorts of things, not just academic, um, lots of uh, personal matters as well. So I listen, I ask a lot of questions to understand um, what they're what they're looking for um, from me. Um, no, no judgment as well. I'm not there to judge. Um, students can feel free to come and tell me anything that they want. If I can't help them myself, I will uh, refer them to somebody who can help. Yeah. And uh, like everyone else said, I'm really interested in student success, and that's not just academic success. That's you know much broader than that. So. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining the RAW today. We really appreciate it. Um, as we always do with everyone that comes on the RAW, we do ask for their best ROAR. ROAR! Thank you! <laughs> okay, so, welcome to the RAW. Thank you. We really appreciate you being here. How about you introduce yourself? My name is Abidemi Alude, um, a first-year student of project management. Mm -hmm my second semester, and I'm actually planning to go in for another course Okay, come the winter season. Yeah. That's exciting. Do you yeah. know which one? Yeah, right now. Um, supply chain. Oh, perfect. That's a great program. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Very relevant right now. Considering. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. It is. Okay. So, we've asked you here to just answer a few questions for us. Looking back on your experience as a first semester student, were there any surprises when you first got here? Oh, man. <laughs> there were. There were a lot. Let me put it that way. Yeah. Um, coming from my own country, mm -hmm. education is not like this. Right. Most of the time, you, you try as much as possible to cram. <laughs> yes. Right to the last moment. <laughs> that's, that's the word. You know, you cram. But here... Getting here, <laughs> I realized that cramming will do you no good. Nope. <laughs> and um, there was another thing that, you know, I was a bit confused about when I first got here, and that was um, open book. <laughs> I'm like, okay, what's 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 that about? And initially, I wouldn't like. I mm -hmm. thought that open book was kind of a scam. <laughs> but with time, I realized that with the open book, it's it's a good idea. But you have to make sure that you read. Yes. But coming from where I am from, the moment you you hear open book, you're like, oh, good. But at the end of the day, you don't tend to revise. You just feel, oh, I can easily just look at my book. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't work that way. No. <laughs> you need to know where everything exactly. is, how it all works and exactly. comes together. So that, that yeah. took me on a way. Mm-hmm. And it took me like, I think, my first or second week before I was able to kind of adjust to it. Right. So, 
That's a really good tip. Because I know that open book does tend to fool a lot of people into oh. being a little calmer and a little more, oh, this is okay, ah. I'll be fine. And no, that's not how no. it works. It, it's not. Those exams are always designed to make you, to really trip you up because you have the book right there, but you really need to know so the content. Exact, and, and know yeah, where exactly how it, it all is. pulls together. Yeah. Oh, okay, so number two. What do you think the most challenging adjustment to being a new student has been? Mm. I'll say firstly, the education, the educational system here in Canada mm-hmm. is is top notch. I'll give it to you guys. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> I will give it to you guys. Um, we we have good lecturers as well from my own country, mm-hmm. but it's not like this. You know, another thing I, I've learned here is to speak out. Oh, I'm so glad you said that. <laughs> you know, a lot of times, because of the way we were taught, mm-hmm. you tend to, I, wouldn't, I, I don't want to use the word timid, but it's not like you don't know what to say, but you just don't want to be in everybody's face. Right. But here, it's, it's different. Mm-hmm. You know it, speak out. You're not too sure about it. Speak out. Absolutely. You're not, you don't really understand it. Mm-hmm. Ask questions. It doesn't make you look like a fool. Mm-hmm. Because that's, that's the way we were brought up. That's the way we used to think. Right. So that was a bit challenging for me. You know, just going up to my professor and just, you know, telling them stuff. I feel maybe sometimes, I don't know. I used to think, Maybe they would think, like, I don't really have anything upstairs or I'm not smart enough or something. But mm-hmm. it's not like that. So it took a while for me to adjust to that. Right. And I thank God I, I adjusted quite early because that would have really affected my grades. Mm-hmm. You know, talk more. You're not clear about something. Talk about it. Ask questions. You know, and, and, and that really, really worked for me. And I would like to add as well. Mm-hmm. Both the professors... The staffs of Sioux College, I just want to put in that you guys are fantastic. Yay. And I love, I love, I love the spirit. I knew you the first day of, um, the orientation. Mm-hmm. And it's been like, you know, even anytime anybody, cause I, I read all these teams, um, yeah, meeting and all that. Yeah. Anytime anybody asks a question before you know it, as in you guys are just like quick. Mm-hmm. to respond which is very good and it has really helped a lot of international students like me some might not come out to say it mm-hmm. leaving everything and plunging into the deep that's the way i see it i don't know anybody here but right now i don't feel like i don't know anybody i feel like part of the community good that's what we really want so i'm glad to hear that and you guys are really <laughs> doing a good job at it i'm glad that you feel that way yeah i do Okay, so what words of advice would you like to give all our new students who just started their fall semester? Ask questions. Yes. Ask questions. It doesn't make you look stupid. No. It doesn't make you feel like a fool. Ask questions. If you don't understand something, ask. Right ask. at the beginning. Ask those ask questions. From, <laughs> yes, from the beginning. Don't wait till your fourth, sixth week when mm-hmm. nothing will be able to be done concerning whatever situation you're going you're going through ask questions mm-hmm. that has really helped me do you want to give us your best roar <sighs> perfect <laughs> okay that's it <laughs> welcome to the roar 
Thank you for being here. Thank you, Sasha. <laughs> Tell us your name, uh, the program that you're in. Are you enjoying Sioux College? <laughs> yeah. Uh, hi, everyone. Uh, this is Edward. Uh, I'm from China. Uh, I just finished my first program, healthcare administration. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I'm in practical nursing. This is my second program. Uh, I'm very enjoyed uh, my program. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you giving us your time today. So the first question: Looking back on your experience as a first-year student, were there any surprises? For me, I think my you know big surprise is I met so many、uh, fantastic professors at Sioux College. <laughs>、uh, you know,、uh, when I arrived in Canada,、uh, I felt so anxious about my study before starting my first program,、mm-hmm. especially about worried about.、Um, Is it possible for me to catch up with my first、uh, my studies, complete my assignments well or、uh, successfully? So I had suffered so many anxieties for quite a long time. But I think、um, I'm a lucky guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>、uh, I I met so many fantastic professors at the college, and they are so nice. They are so approachable, friendly, and、uh, professional.、Uh, with with the help of my professors, I have gradually adapted to my new cam- campus life、mm-hmm. and、uh, get confidence in my studying. So during the past、uh, eight months, I learned、uh, a lot from them, such as you know、uh, how to manage my schedule.、Mm-hmm. Uh, how to use APA format? You know APA reference. Yeah. <laughs>、uh, how to engage in a group assignment and how to do an attractive presentation.、Mm-hmm. So finally, you know, at the end of my first program, it's so unbelievable that I got an A plus in every single course. So what a nice good job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So yeah, it's a.、Uh, Big surprise for me.、Uh, you know, sometimes we think you know academic transcripts don't mean everything,、mm-hmm. but、uh, this course still means a lot to me because、um, it means you know、um, my you know my hard work during the past. Yeah, you're proud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I'm proud of that. But、uh, no, I wanted to take. This opportunity to express my gratitude to、uh, my professors. I want to thank them for their patience and kindness. Without them, I I don't think I could have achieved such a successful result. So I'm very grateful about that. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure they'll be happy to hear that. So, second question:、mm-hmm. What do you think was the most challenging adjustment to being a new student? I think first thing we need to do, we need to know、uh, which priority、uh, for、mm-hmm. for yourself. You know, for me, when I start to do something, I would like to think about my goals in this event first. I often ask myself, what's my incentive? What outcome do I look forward to, and how hard I could work for it? That's a perfect answer. Yeah, <laughs> that's really good. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, it's my you know character or maybe personality. I like to do things in you know a good organized way. You、mm-hmm. know, so 
Once I figure out these things in my head, I will try my best to do it. So as a student, my study is my priority. So no matter what I do, I always think about my studies and、uh, my goals first, and I try to not let other things to affect my study. So the first thing for me is having clear priorities help me focus on the studies that are so important. Secondly, I would like to run away from the things that distract me.、Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, the best thing to do with the, the temptation is to stay away from it. When I start my studying or reading some books, I would like to keep my phone out of reach. You know? Oh, that's、yeah. a great tip. Yeah, that's pr- <laughs> I love that. Keep your phone away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, yes. The last one I would like to share is, you know, we need to develop some good habits.、Mm-hmm. Uh, try to keep our body and our mind healthy. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but how how can we do that? I think we need a healthy diet, adequate sleep, yep, and proper physical exercises. For example, trying to be a morning bird. You know, going to <laughs> bed advice, early, yes. yeah, <laughs> and waking up early and avoiding late nights. Okay, uh, if you like, you can choose to do meditation.、Mm-hmm. You know, during some stressful times. Absolutely,、yeah. I think it would be helpful. For the third question, what words of advice would you like to give to all our new students who just started their fall semester? The first word is confidence. Yeah, I think as a student, you should feel confident in your studies because confidence is very important to everyone.、Uh, it can inspire us to pursue our dreams and overcome the difficulties we will meet in the future. In my eyes,、uh, once you become confident, you can do whatever you want and do it better than you ever imagined. So,、uh, no matter what you do. If you don't believe in yourself, it would be easy to get upset and、uh, frustrated by the obstacles you encounter. The second word I would like to say is trust. You should trust your professors.、Uh, their goals are to help to improve and advance. So, if you are struggling in your studies and have any questions related to your courses or assignments. Please feel free to reach out to your professors as soon as possible,、mm-hmm. and they will always be there for you and help you improve.、Uh, of course, we do have, you know, we do have success hub and peer tutors. Yeah. yeah, all the staff are here to help. So the last word is habit.、Uh, you should nurture a good habit for your study. Like I said before, adjust your biological clock for yourself.、Mm-hmm. Uh, if you prefer studying in the morning, please try to be a morning bird. If you prefer studying at night, please don't host a party at home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes.、Uh, yes. Uh, the other habit is to do pre-reading before class. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, generally, you know,、uh, your professor will ask you for a preview of the next class and give some materials to you for familiarizing in advance. Please remember to read the materials before the class. 
because if you do the pre-reading before class, you will find that learning is not as difficult as you think, and the questions you asked in the class will be super. Yeah. That's perfect. That's all. Thank you. No, I yeah. like that's awesome. I'm really glad that you brought that up. Like asking questions and doing the pre-reading. That's yeah. really important. And yeah. habits are just so key to yeah. success. So yeah. perfect. Thank you very much for coming to the raw today. Okay, I think this is pleasure. great yeah. advice for students. Yeah. So we really appreciate it. It's my honor. Thank you, Sansa. Okay, so I hope you got lots out of that conversation. Like I said throughout that episode. Asking questions, it's so important. You know, you can sit and think and mull and wonder and ponder about the answer to a question you may have. But in all honesty, you're never going to really know what the answer is to one of your questions until you actually ask it. If you're looking for some help, if you're imagining that the answer will be no, you don't really know that until you allow the person that you're asking the opportunity to give you their answer. So asking questions, asking for help, leaning on the college for support, I cannot emphasize it enough. We are here to help you. The success team, the counseling team, the student services team, the international student services team, your faculty, the library staff. I can go on and on and on. People in athletics for self-care and taking care of yourself through fitness and health. We have such a large network of support here for our students. We want you to take advantage of everything that we have here at Sioux College because that's going to make your student experience really expand beyond the classroom. If you get involved on campus, if you get involved in different varsity sports, if you get involved in chapters and clubs or even in Ambassadors for Success, which you'll hear about more during the semester, you know, there's so many ways to get involved on campus and so many ways to receive support. So. Like I've mentioned throughout, success at suecollege.ca. We're here to provide you with support. If you have a question and you're not sure who you should be putting that question to, success at suecollege.ca. We will help you. We will point you in the right direction if we can't answer the question straight away, and we will get you what you need to be successful. I hope you have a wonderful rest of the day, whenever and wherever you are when you're listening to this episode, and we will be back next Sunday with more from the Raw.